fucking fly land in my beer. Hold on. All right, all right. I'll 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 wait for you. Man, tough times here, folks. Uh, unique New York. Unique New York. How now, brown cow? The Human Torch acquired a bank loan today. Peter picked a pipe of pickled peppers, pears, people, poppers. Oh, snap. Uh, actually got good news. I might go live with that. We'll see where. We'll see how the show's going here. Waiting for Max. Uh, little beer. Beer. Catas catastrophic beer. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just okay. talking. Uh, All right. Can you pull up the uh, radio clip? I'm gonna take a quick uh, bathroom break. Uh, okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. Welcome back, shooters, for a fantastic Team Handball Thursday edition of Shooting Straight Handball Podcast with JD and Max. Well, sometimes Max. Uh, Max seems to be going to the bathroom. He's going to tell us a fine story uh, regarding his um, what you would call it tennis match don't mind me uh you know this is what happens when i don't get stuff that max wants for the show you know beforehand but uh we do it live here you know we, we have a good time with it and at the end of the day you know what folks we get the job done so you don't need to uh break it up i don't want to download the app iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. All right, I'm back, JD. All right, Max is back. Beautiful. Max, why don't you tell our viewers why you were a little late to the show here? So I was supposed to start at 8 o'clock, and at 7.58, I was making some strawberry white wine sorbet. I'm, so I'm, I'm in the middle of this HIPAA training, right? And it's a four-hour training. I was supposed to do it today because it's due tomorrow. But I got busy during work today, so it didn't happen. I didn't start till six, right? So I'm in the middle of HIPAA training. I'm like, look, your boy wants some strawberry white wine sorbet. So I go and I start making it at like 7.55. I'm making my sorbet. All this. I'm a pretty good chef. Like, I'd say I'm probably like top five in the country. So I'm making my sorbet. But yeah, Max Max can cook. He uh, cooked for us camping one time. Served everybody I'm, I'm mud, mud pies. I would never, I would never serve myself better than Kaylee, but I'm pretty good. Anyways, so it's like 7.58, JD has, has the show all up, and I check my phone, and I have a call from my tennis coach, and he's like, dude, like, your match started at 7.45, where are you? And I was like, oh, uh, I'm on my way. So I, I grabbed my racket, I put on a close pair of shoes, and I sped out. Max was, in out. fact, not on his way. I was going 95 miles per hour on 71. Uh, a little faster, probably. I probably hit 100 on 71. Uh, if anyone's listening, that's police-oriented. I didn't say that. What do you, I mean... First off, let's back up. So you have a tennis coach, still like, like a guy who runs the league. Like, but he's not your like, coach. Like I get lessons from him sometimes. He also like runs the league I play. I play in like a club league. My thing, like sports like that. Like if I played golf in high school, and all grade school or something like that, and I'm golfing now, there's a zero percent chance I'm a golf coach still. So yeah, but like, but t tennis is different because like this guy's like a club pro who runs the league. So I call him like coach. Club That's pro, cool. Chubbs Peterson here. So yeah, literally I, Chubbs you know. Peterson. He's a, he's a cool guy. I'm trying to get his son to play handball. Okay, well, fine. Uh, play that his card. He's allegedly super fast. So we're putting him at wing if he ever comes out. But anyways, so I go and just get my ass absolutely handed to me. Like, this is a beat down of all beat downs. Playing some OSU kid, mechanical engineer. I, I think that contributed to him, like, knowing where to put the ball and stuff. Because he did Hold not on. put it where I could get it. Do you know what his name was? 
I do not know. He's he's in his last year. He transferred from Vandy. Okay. All right. So he's at OSU currently. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I lose, humiliated, terrible. Come home and pour in and got my beer that was sitting at my desk for me to already go on the podcast. Has a fly in it. It's that terrible. new apartment problem right there. What what are you gonna do? So JD, I had a couple ideas for the episode today. Okay. First, I want to recap. It doesn't have to be first. Just, just you know, mm-hmm. I want to recap my trip to Portugal. I had an incredible trip. Some of the guys on the trip even told me they listened to they listened to Shooting Straight Handball podcast. There's no way. I, I'm telling you, uh, Handball Ninja is a proud listener to Shooting Straight Handball podcast. Uh, Ebia had to listen because of my inc- of the certain. I know Ebia was forced to listen because yeah. of the incident. I talked about it. He was like, "Yeah, that was pretty funny." I was like. Yeah. <laughs> He was, we were trying to, he was trying to describe to the other guys why he had to listen to it. And they were like, wait, so we did what? And he was like, like, they made comments. And I was like, like, they weren't, they weren't, I was not racist. Like, I, I, I don't know if they were mad at you. I don't know what people were mad at at the end of the day. Because they can't be mad at me. Like, you're I'm just a guy. Me. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> just mad. Except anyway. now an assistant coach for yeah, Rip like Beach Hamble. Yeah, best behavior at all times. Yeah, all business, all want, the time. Yeah, I do not want, uh. Coach H mad at me. He's a great guy, and I don't want to be. I like that, Coach H. Coach H. So, anyways, I want to recap my Portugal trip, and then handball was in the news today. A lot of people don't know, but handball was on Kentucky Sports Radio today. A fella named Mark gave his uh, gave a question. Yeah, Mark from Lexington. Yep. Mark from Lexington talked to the Pardon My Take guys from Pardon My Take about handball today on Kentucky Sports Radio. We wanted to play the clip, and then JD, I thought we could discuss. who Mark is, our thoughts, and, and stuff like that. And you also, we have data, and I'm not even kidding here for once in my life, that during Kentucky Sports Radio, when Mark talked about handball, there was over a hundred Google searches for handball in the state of Kentucky. And it continued to go up throughout the day. Um, so, Mark single-handedly today set handball on the map in, in Kentucky. In Kentucky, so, you know, the the, boy, the stags owe you the, the yeah, for the Mark, Mark, the search, the searching that you did to show Yes, the, the power data the data visualization right visualization. Kirk did it actually I didn't even do it um uh someone wants to know if you tried to coup uh Dr. H on your trip he wasn't he wasn't there see I'm friends with him I would say like I think he's a great man I I texted him I don't know what coup means in that context but well we'll find out when they ask a follow up question Anyways, uh, is yeah. Is this person who I think it is, JD? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know this. Uh, they got an. Uh, I think this is. I think this. I think I know who this one is. Okay. Uh, this is person will be you and him will be playing on the same team, come Flanders in two weeks. Oh, it's Billy football. Yeah, good old Billy football. Definitely gonna play with us. Did definitely did not back not out so last it, minute that would have been the biggest thing in american handball history probably and he doesn't realize how how much he fucked it up like, he would have been the guy i'm i maybe it's just me who i am but i'm like holding on that he'll just randomly show up but it, I, I i might send him a message or something but like he doesn't realize he would be the guy like he would be a god in american handball like they'd be throwing in 50 years of handball heroes part 54 with Billy football. And this goes back to this one moment, like, yeah, you it, know, he's not playing. It. But, uh, at the same token, uh, you know, he's already kind of famous on the, the part of my take, you know, platform. In 50 years, that won't matter. 
No one will know what part of my take is in 50 years, but they'll know what handball heroes is. But here's the question, Eddie. Which handball heroes are both of us going to be honored at? Your thoughts. You're saying which one will we be inducted into? Yeah, like what year do you think our handball hero award ceremony is going to be? All right, well, we're just finished handball heroes 2. Yeah. I would think handball heroes, I'm going to say 44. Okay. Uh, and you're, you're what, five years older than me? Six years older than me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to put myself at Handball Heroes. Maybe I'll get lucky at 50. Maybe, Maybe I'll hit the uh, I'll Probably. just wait for 50. I might, that's a better number. I might just wait for 50. I think, I think I'm more of a 51 guy. More of a, like, like we had the big 50. We got we to gotta transition it a little bit. 51. Maybe. I mean, you look at Kavanaugh. Uh, you know, he got the Cavie Award last year. And he put in. Crazy that he won the Cavi Award. That's. Yeah. I mean, just his name being Kavanaugh and the award being the Cavi Award. A feels random crazy. coincidence. Um, you know, he got. Uh, what? I think he was at at least fifty years of handball service. Forty years. Forty years handball service, maybe thirty-five. Hmm. Somewhere between thirty-five and forty-five years. That will take a while for us to accomplish, Mr. JV. I'm, I mean, I'm already at at eight, nine. I'm at four. Yeah. I'm at nine. So, riddle me that. Um, okay, well, where do you want to start today? Uh, I had pretty much you covered all of our topics uh, below, except for two of them, which I'll leave as surprise topics. Okay. I, I think I want to hear Mark from Lexington first, and then let's discuss. All right, I'm going to play it. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, but I'll play the whole clip. All right. Prompt me when it's over. Yep. Uh, audience, let us know if you can't hear it. Was born in Kentucky. Is that why it's so hard to break in there? Yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't isn't there like a, a fight between yes. Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky? Where was he born? Daniel Boone helped guide his family to Illinois after being born in Kentucky. Got it. Daniel Boone guided. We're listening Abraham to the, the part right before you. Yes. That Mark Boone, calls in. Not the raccoon hat. Not guy. David Crockett. Yeah. A uh, home state of Muhammad Ali and has the highest population of elk in the eastern U.S. You really glossed oh. over Muhammad Ali to get to the deer fact right there, yeah. Billy. Wait, yeah. Max. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, next call. Oh, okay. I mean, that was crazy. Can we even go to another call? I thought that was here. incredible. I, mean, I, I feel like we should just shut the, the show down right there. I don't think oh. we're coming back from that one. What, I, a, what a caller. I would uh, like a, a shot at redemption with Joey. Max, what like call? Get, what minute like was that again? Yeah, maybe call back in, Joey. We'll find, we'll meet halfway. All right, let's go to Brad. Brad, Brad. I don't know where you come from. And black and don't know where you come from, from, but I hope I never hear from. Oh, jeez. Right, with... It's got some oh, spice to her. Man, people um, forget about Fort Knox. Abraham Lincoln. I think I'm on the wrong episode. Is that why it's so hard like to break in there? There's one out. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say, wasn't isn't there like a, a fight between yes. Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky? Where was Hold he on born? A sec, folks. Boone helped. Uh, yep, see, it's Yeah, hold, hold on Boone here. Guided on Abraham Lincoln's family to Kentucky? I'm just clicking. It keeps forcing me to the wrong one. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, folks, for the delay. I founders brewing company got it all dialed in hey, now Kentucky's a great program i'm sure they've been in the last area okay so someone else can use that okay someone else whisper into someone's ear that all right next call Shane. here we Let's go. go to mark mark what's up oh hey gentlemen how y'all doing great good mark. how are you i i'm so good and i'm boys i'm a lexington resident 
and I wanted to know what you thought about the Kentucky Stags Handball Club this season. Wanted to see how they'll do in the Midwest Team Handball League. I'm a big fan. One of my boys is on the team. Wait, I think that's it's, not. Yeah, that's no, not it real. is. The Kentucky Stags, I, I was actually watching a couple of their games yesterday. Uh, it's a put-up or shut-up season for sure. You guys have all the talent accumulated. It's a matter of putting it together get on the same page. Frankly, your captain has not been really showing too many signs of leadership, and I question his ability to get over that hump. But you know what? That's You guys have to prove it to me now. I'm sick of all the hype year after year for the Kentucky Stags. Do you watch these games? you go to these games? It looks like it's just – I mean, it's, it's essentially just like intramural dodgeball is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the, the website right now. I mean, I watch all the games because my boy's on the team, but uh, I think there's but, about seven but or eight you know, you, usually. I, it seems like, and, and I might be way off, but like it seems like you could be on the team too if you just signed up and paid for a jersey. Yeah, where do you watch them, or do you have to be in person? Oh, you got you got to go to the park down there. Usually they're not streaming, <laughs> but I mean, if they're streaming, we'll tweet them at you, but we get three or four viewers to stream. Oh, nice. <laughs> so wait, but you could be on the team, could you not? Oh, no, I, I tore my ACL in college. It ain't, it ain't going nowhere. I'm pretty and, sure and, you could probably still play recreational handball in a in a Kentucky league, even though you tore your ACL 15 years ago. Wait, did now, you? I, I wouldn't call it recreational. They're at the top level of American handball. They're uh, <laughs> they're right up there with big boys in Columbus. Wait, wait, this torn ACL? Did you get it fixed? I mean, I got it fixed, but it it was never the same. I, I got it playing handball actually too, so I passed it down to my boys because uh, they can follow the legacy that that I could. Yeah, but, I mean, then the knock against you is, you know, we've said it a hundred times about you. You're just too injury-prone to be great. Yeah. I, I question your will if you can't overcome a little thing like a torn ACL. I mean, you know what they say. There's there's a will, there's a way. And if there's a way, there's a way to get to the Olympics. But for me, uh dream was just cut short. Teeny bit, teeny bit. I, All right. I just think that if, if you're going to put it together, your goalie, Jacob Roberts, has to step it up this year and, and really solidify himself I as just, number one. Because, like, right now people are asking – is he really the guy? I'm just confused that – thanks for the call. I'm confused. Like, that would be – that would be me, like, saying, like, hey, my boy uh, – I go out and check out my boy. He plays, uh, you know, intramural softball on Tuesday nights. Like, I'm going to go watch him play. I think you could play on this – I think you just have to show up and you're on this team. Oh, Big Cat, the Kentucky Stags, their coach is from Spain. They take this stuff seriously. They're, uh, my favorite part, I think, about the Kentucky Stags is the team badge. Because it's got the handball, it's got a deer on there. It says Kentucky Stags, and then it says their founding year. Do you know when they were founded, Big Cat? All right, uh, JD. 2019. 2020. No. They okay. were founded like right. last so year. So it's yeah. off by a year. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dip Spittin' King. He actually uh, tweeted at me said, thanks for the show. Okay, that's, uh, that's everything there. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening to that. I, I found that quite comical today. Uh, big props to Max uh, putting you handball mean, on the Mark. map. Go you ahead. You mean Mark? I, yeah, my bad. Mark. Marks. Marks. Don't That's wake no the marks. This, I don't know why you keep, why you keep referring to it as, as <laughs> my name is not Mark. Jeez. Oh, um, yeah, so, you know, it, it works out. You know, a little play play their game right back at them, you know, um, which is excellent. Look, look if they're going to shit on handball nonstop, we need to put ourselves in the position where instead of shitting on the Euro team, they're shitting on us. All publicity is good publicity. Yeah. And if you heard, the key there for Mark is Mark mentioned the big boys up in Columbus. Yeah. A little, a little subtle play to our armada. I, I which, do believe that's us, baby. I think we are the big boys out yeah. in And, uh, you know, a little hot take on the armada right now. We're going through our jersey re- redesign, uh, looking for sponsors. So uh, if anyone out there is looking to sponsor the team, 
uh, get your you know logo or whatever you want to put on the jersey. If you want to put JD sucks and you want to have that on every single jersey, please contact us. We'll give you information about uh, how much it costs to get your information there on the jersey. So uh, we already got two uh, jerseys getting designed right now. Alternate. I'm pretty visually in my mind. I'm pretty pumped what the alternate's going to look like. But the the starter one is actually going to be pretty nice. And we're going to make sure that uh, anybody that's interested in just buying a jersey outright, uh, just like the yeah. folks in Milwaukee with Ryan Peterson, what they have, uh, you can just buy a jersey. Because um, these jerseys are going to be fresh. They're going to be from Hummel. Uh, we already talked to Fithian about it. So get your chevrons on the sleeves. Um, Yo, I'm talking Chad. Goodwin? Yeah. Oh, we should get Edenberger on there. That's Dude, good. That's, that's why I said, have you talked Bro. to Chad on Twitter? Oh, man. I didn't think about that. Dude, he'd be all about that. Yeah, I love Chad. He, like, oh, his pro- man. Great. We have a little burger on there. Well, heck, yeah. Either 4th and State or either one. Either yeah, one. Dude, I love- have you been to 4th and State? I- that place is incredibly good. I like, see the pictures. He outdid himself. Like, I, I, as a vegetarian, like, Chad's probably my favorite person in this city. Well, Chad's also trying to build a gym. And you know who else is trying to build gym? Oh, are we competing with him? It's a joint effort. Oh, he's in. He's in the. I didn't know he was in the effort. Yeah. yeah. Dude, can the cafeteria be called like the? Uh, can it be vegan? Can we just give the cafeteria to him? That that's part of our my our discussions. So. Dude, I'm totally I'm totally down for that. Yeah. I didn't know he was involved. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mishi, uh, yes, but he he's like kind of on furlough, uh, so he'll still assist, I guess. I don't know that he gets like commission or anything like that, but he will aid in the process who jordan fithian she oh, asked yeah. she asked if he's no longer with hummel but he's gone. A good... he's gone but he's not gone gone if that makes sense um anyway so yeah so mark uh did you know some great work there uh shout out to the stags and as you said max you did some google searches and found that uh you know the trends on search history in the Kentucky area uh, skyrocketed today. Um, so hopefully Jacob and R- Ruben and the rest of the Stags can see an influx in potential players down in their squad. They're already pretty solid. They haven't got a game under their belt yet. Um, but they will be – they have told me they're coming up for our season in, in the fall. Okay. Obrigado to our friends in Portugal. Um, That's what they say there. But uh, – yeah, which is an excellent segue to Max's trip to, to Nazare. So why don't you fill us in on it? I haven't even talked to you about it, so yeah. You just, you just want the whole story, J.D.? Yeah, let's lay it out there. So to get there was an absolute journey. I think it was long. <laughs> tell me, I I tell me a day. time that any handball trip was not a journey, especially every with me. Every handball trip is a journey. This one was actually smoother than most in that almost nothing went wrong getting there. That's because you weren't with me. Yeah, it was every time I'm with you, the stuff goes terribly. Mm-hmm. It nothing went wrong per se. It just took forever because I got the cheapest possible ticket. Like we're talking cheap, JD. The the European Allegiant. No, no, no. It was good. It was regular United. Like I was on United and Swiss Air. It's not like I was on a cheap airline. I just got the most inconvenient flights. Like fifteen so layovers. Yeah. So I started in New York. I was in New York with my family. So I left New York. I left my aunt's apartment in Brooklyn at about 3 o'clock on Wednesday, okay? 
Then I got on the subway. I took the subway to Penn Station. I got to Penn Station. I took the train to Newark, New Jersey. I took the train from Newark, New Jersey to the Newark airport. I took the tram in the Newark airport to the terminal. And then I got on my first flight. Then I flew to London Heathrow. Then from Heathrow, I had a two-hour layover. And then I flew to Zurich, Switzerland, where I had a six-hour layover. And then I flew to Lisbon. And then in Lisbon, I had an hour, and I got a taxi to the bus station where I took a two-hour bus to Nazare. And by the time I got into Nazare, it was 7 p.m. on Thursday. It's a lot of stuff. Um, you'd think someone, former airline guy like yourself, would be able to streamline that a little bit better. No, but you see, as a former airline guy, I knew how to get the cheapest ticket. It was three hundred and thirty dollars. It's pretty. It's pretty, pretty freaking like, awesome. Like yeah, like I could have gotten it streamlined for like seven hundred bucks, but I saved four hundred by just having the most inconvenient route imaginable that took twenty eight hours. So I get in right. I get into Nazare, leave the bus station which isn't a station, it's just a street. And everyone is in their scrimmage, in the USA scrimmage versus Italy. And I was like, I wanna go to the scrimmage, like I'm team USA coach. So I wheel my backpack and I don't know where I'm going. I just walk straight to the beach. I'm like, look, this beach can't be that big. I just wheel my, I get my backpack, my suitcase. I just wheel it down to the beach and I see the arena and I just drag my suitcase on the sand right into the arena. No one stopped me, I go in. And as luck would have it, the USA team's there, and I drag my suitcase to the sidelines, drop it in my backpack, and I just start sitting on the sidelines watching the game. And nobody knows who you are. <laughs> no, but the USA guys knew who I was. So everyone introduced my – they all introduced themselves to me. Okay. Uh, and then next day, we have a game at – I want to say – do we have a game that night? No, no, no. So, so I go to bed next day, right? Our game is at like 10:40 p.m. So we do film, we practice all day, and it's great. Like, uh, I mean, it was a good practice. What'd you learn? I, I learned the uh, first and foremost, JD. I learned the rules, right? Like, we know the. You hear rules. that, Mishi? He learned the rules. It, because I learned the rules, and then some advanced stuff, like cross blocking and stuff like that, right? Like, if you asked me what cross blocking was two weeks ago, I would have said, "What in the heck are you talking about, Julian Daniel?" And now I know a cross block. Okay, good. And so I learned the, not only the basic rules, but I learned a lot of strategy. I spent a lot of time talking with Ebia. He was my roommate. Great roommate, great guy. One of the smartest people in Hamble. And I have a notebook filled up with notes now. Because uh, he was going into strategies with me, defensive and offensive strategies. And like one of the biggest things, right, when we play beach handball, no one's taking special shots because we can't, right? At, it, like the, One of the first things he says to me is, I was like, why is no one taking the easy one play? He says, at this level, you're not going to win with that ever. Like at this level, at the highest level, the Arena 1000 tour, every shot needs to be a two-point shot. And it is. Almost every, I don't think I saw a single one-point shot outside of when, like the specific late-game situations where one point's fine. Or the specialist gets a shoot. But that's not a one-point shot, Jay. Right, fair, fair, fair. You can break fair. yourself. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, excuse you. So, good, good. Sounds so like I, you. Not only did I learn the rules, but a lot of the strategy like defensive placements because it's really it's really similar to indoor just in a different fashion right like you're still trying to cut the gaps it's just you're always a man down on defense so it's always a 3v4 situation it's just like the drills we run in practice obviously a little different but it's a three on four you've got to find the gaps and if you can find the specialist with room you find specialist with room first and foremost stuff like that 
uh, our first game, right? So I didn't realize that the assistant coach, you don't stand up. You got to be on your knees. Now, no one, no one told me this or anything, JD. Uh, so, you know, I'm standing with Jamil on the sidelines game one. He's like, uh, buddy, you got to you gotta get down on your knees on the offensive zone. I was like, what? So I got on my knees. First game, uh, we lost in a shootout. It sucked. But I I was in everyone's way. I didn't realize, like, where to kneel or anything. And after the game, uh, an unnamed member of the team came up to me. He's like, dude, like, you got to get the hell out of our way. Like, you cannot do that. I was like, yeah, I, I, uh, I realized that. And that will not happen again. Next day, we have a, a game at – and that game was at – started at midnight, and it went midnight to 1245 because they were delayed. So it's the latest that I've ever Dang. played. Yeah, like a real game. And it was in the arena. There was no fans allowed, which sucked. But the arena was beautiful. Like, Nazareth is one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been in. The, everyone was so supportive of handball. The beach was beautiful. The town's beautiful. I, I'd love to go back. Uh, restaurants were so good. The thing about every restaurant, every restaurant had the same exact menu, Jake. Yeah. Like, same exact. But all the food was good. Fresh fish. I was getting sea bass for ten euros. Can't beat that. Okay. Anyway, so that was that was game one. Game two, which we won in a shootout, was uh, nine a.m. on the beach. Wake up real early. Get down to the beach. Uh, one, uh, which was a great feeling. Like that was my first win as a coach. It felt really good. I stayed out of the way, but it was raining during the game, so I became awesome. Not only the assistant coach, but also you know the uh, the towel guy. Yeah, towel boy. So I was, yeah. I was toweling our guys off as they got off because they, they couldn't. When it, it, like you know, we're not used to rain. Like we played with a little drizzle at Sandy's, but in beach rain, rain really changes it. So we were trying our best, and unfortunately, we just couldn't finish it. Which it, it happens. It happens. But in beach handball, the, the, there's another thing I learned: the margin for error is much smaller than indoor. Like indoor, we go behind three goals at halftime. You're like whatever. Beach handball, there's ten minutes. You lose yeah, the first set. Yeah, all dude. of a sudden, like you're, you're toast. Like, I mean, yeah, you can, like, win in the shootout, but it's, like, the fact that one turnover can change the entire game and the balance of power swings by one turnover is incredible. Like, that is not the case in indoor because, you know, we give up a turnover and we give up a goal. Like, whatever, we'll get it back later. But in beach, there's no time. Yeah, no, that's what uh, I really struggled with uh, uh, with with playing goalie. Is that like, well, I was told, J.D., you struggle with a little more than that, buddy. Yeah. No, that, I'm just kidding. They, they had great things to say about you. And no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's all, you know, nice. No, they really did. They, okay. they, they, they called you and Dale the fun guys, like funny. And I was, my first day, I was like, they were telling me that I was like, look, like, I'm not trying to like burst the bubble here. I'm not that. Like, I'm not gonna be dancing and singing on the sidelines. I'm not full business, but you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna be that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just giving them down in advance because. You know me, like I can be fun, but I'm not. I'm not Dale. You, yeah, you're not. <laughs> Dale's a unique level of entertainment. Yeah, and, and I'm not Magic Mike, as they as they call as they call. Me. Oh, the mag- well, you didn't see the magic tricks he pulled off for Kowalski. Right. I, I was um, told about the magic tricks. That was I, the first thing I was told. <laughs> it really came out of nowhere. Um, but uh, got some funny comments in the chat though. Uh, Mishi said uh, it's it's funny when your coach becomes another opponent defender. And John Ryan said, so uh, as far as your plus minus goes, you're minus without ever actually playing. So, um, yeah, good, 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 good. Well, you guys ended up uh, doing okay at the tournament. Oh, wait, so I'm, getting there, I'm getting there. So our third game, uh, our third game, wait, no, the, no, we, we, we won that second game. I, I, I was wrong. We won the second game in the rain, which is great. And then our third game was later that afternoon. And we won the first set even, and we ha- I thought we had the upper hand, like, J.D., like, I'm telling you, like, 
had the upper hand. Off it's a problem. Chair. It's just so short. Yeah, and it was so short, and we just couldn't pull it off, which sucked. But I, I feel like that was the first game where, like, I understood it a little better. I wasn't giving advice or anything, but, like, I thought, like, my encouragement, like, I was doing a little better. And then we had our round of 32 game later that afternoon, and we knew we were playing Malago, who was a good team. And in, in the game, EBJ got one of the most insane red cards I've ever seen. Like, I, I, he posted on his Insta story. Yeah, I was flabbergasted. Like, guy like Ebi, I don't get red cards. He's like a very, very quick player. And they called it a two-suspension two red, but it, neither were suspensions. They were both, like, maybe minor fouls, but neither was even suspension-worthy. And we, we struggled the hard tournament. And I'm not trying to shit on refs. Like, I'm not a shit-on-refs guy. Was, did you meet the ref, M Miguel? I, sure. I don't know. Okay, all right. I don't know. And I'm not a shit-on-refs guy, Jamie, but this whole tournament, right? The, the art issue was, we're American guys. The refs already have it out for us. But the teams we're playing were all Spanish or Portuguese, and the refs were all Spanish or Portuguese. So the other teams talking back to the ref the whole game, right? Like, as Euros do, it's the same in America. But what are we going to do? We don't um, – first, Americans, we're just not – we just don't talk back to the refs that much. Like, you know, like, watch American game. We don't we don't shit talk to the refs much or anything. Unless it's Josh. Secondly, yeah, it's Josh. Okay. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> when the ref doesn't speak our language and the other team speaks the ref's language, it works. They, they got calls overturned and stuff because they're yammering at the refs and we're just standing there. Mm -hmm. And so EBA gets one of the most ridiculous reds I've ever seen. And then, I, and I'll talk part of something as a coach. We should have taken an immediate timeout and regrouped because we were we were up or tied when he got the red in the second set. And we I thought we were going to win the set. Like the momentum was on our side. And unfortunately, when, once EBA got out, it just went downhill very, very, very fast. And we ended up losing the first round, which sucked. Like I'm, I'm not going to candy coat it. Like the guys were really disappointed. If we, we had a really good shot, we had a really good team. One of the teams who got to the finals, we had beaten the week before in Orquila. And it, it sucked. The guys were really down bad. Uh, but we, we came together as a group, and the next day we had a good day at the beach. We went to a little, like, overlook. We went to the fort. And we Saw just, the big deer. The big deer. I got some photos in front of the big deer. We, I thought I thought that really bonded with the guys. It was a great night. That's great good. That's good. The whole trip was great. Really, really just great trip. And then... Uh, Went back with uh, my dear teammate Chalmers to Lisbon. Ready for a night out in Lisbon, right? You know what happened? Uh, Lisbon is entirely locked down because of the COVID virus. Now, I don't believe personally in the COVID virus, similar to you, JD, because I'm vaccinated. Uh, so I'm not supposed to give out. And the whole city's locked down. They had a curfew. Every restaurant, takeout only. So I go to this takeout noodle shop called Delicious Noodles. And I went there because it had an English name. So I was like, well, I mean, I've got to speak English, nope. right? Nope. So I go to the front door, and they had a table blocking off the entrance because they could only have delivery drivers. And I go up, and I, I say, hello, ma'am. Like, I'm not a delivery driver. <laughs> Bongiorno. <laughs> Bongiorno. Arrivederci. Can I order some food? That's literally how I sound. And the lady was like, no. And then she, like, grabbed another lady who came out to me, and she's really good English. She was like, how can I help you? And I was like, hey, can I order some noodles? And she was like, what? And I was like, can I get some veggie noodles? She's like, what? She didn't know uh, the word for noodles. Oh, so, part, of, part of the name of the, the, the restaurant, unfortunately. So I just said veggie, like, over and over. I was like, veggie, veggie, veggie. And then I pointed to, to a noodle picture. And then I was like, veggie spring roll. And I pointed to the spring roll picture. And as luck would have it, I got veggie, veggie lo mein and veggie spring rolls, which were delicious. But anyways... While I was standing there, delivery drivers keep coming in and out. 
and I'm kind of bored, so I thought it'd be funny just to start chatting with them. Some of them spoke English pretty well, and we were just having having chats. Then uh, one of them was a uh, weird old guy. Decided when when the hostess lady came out to give me my food, she gives give him give another guy his food. He decides to say, "You you look a lot like someone who should be my wife," and starts trying to like blatantly hit on her. And this woman's very uncomfortable. And I was like, I was like, buddy, you should knock this off. And and as luck would have it, I'm not trying to say I saved the day, JD, but I did. He knocked it off and he left. I'm a hero sometimes. Anyway, not so all heroes my, wear capes, Max. Some wear handball jerseys. So I get my food and I did get a beer as well, an adult beverage. Walk over to a park bench in Lisbon and I start eating it. And I finish eating. It's around 11 o'clock. Walk back to the hotel. And what do you? Or sorry, the Airbnb. What do you know? Police officers stop me. Stop me. And they start speaking in uh, Portuguese. And obrigado. I thought zero words of it. I was like Americano, yo soy Americano, because I know a little bit of Spanish, un poquinho. But uh, and they, were, they speak Portuguese. They spoke like three words of English. They were like curfew home now, and I was like, my bad boys, like blue lives matter. I respect the blue. And they let me go, and I uh, I ran back to the Airbnb. Oh, good. So I broke okay. curfew, apparently. I did not know there was a, uh, there was a curfew. Uh, Misha, you'd like to let you know that you've clearly refereed a lot of games in the U.S. based on your you know, description of how people treat the referees here. I I have refereed two games, I think. Exactly. That's the I've point. I've just played a lot of games. The Euro shit talk the refs all the time. <laughs> guys are pretty smart. Like, Mark, I've played a lot of games. Martin said our, our next T-shirt Honestly, if it wasn't too late for Dale's, we'd put, I'm a hero sometimes. It's what he <laughs> says, good t-shirt. Uh, that's good. I like it. I like it. So that, so that was my trip, JD. I learned so much. and It inspired me. We are starting, uh, this official announcement, I haven't even talked about it with you. We are starting an Armada beach handball team. I'm going to gauge interest, take our best guys to the beach club, and we're going to do, uh, in the summers, we're going we're gonna to start our Armada beach team. Why and wait in the summers? play at Flanagan's in the winter or Woodlands in the winter no they have the bubble JD I understand in the winter we're focused on our indoor season JD okay we're gonna be a world-class handball club in the winter JD and in the summer I want our guys relaxing on the beach with some brews in hand and I want them playing beach handball okay um oh so our friend from Portugal actually just said that if you're on the streets after the lockdown you have to pay 200 euros so you got very lucky what 200 yeah. euros? Yeah. Bro, yeah. I literally was like, yo soy americano. I also got stopped by the police in Nazare. So we're on the streets after after lockdown. I'm drinking not too much, but pretty heavily. And I'm holding a bottle of port. And police comes up to me, right? And you're allowed to drink on the streets, but I knew something was wrong because there's a lot of cops. So I put the <laughs> bottle of port under my shirt. And I tucked my shirt. <laughs> and I talked to the cops. And I, I did the same thing. I was like, American, American, they're like, oh, just quiet down, quiet down. Like, go, go disperse. So, like, we, we, disperse. we left. But, but, like, they made other people pour out their drinks, even though it's open container. And they, they just did not see the, the bottle of wine under my shirt. No, yeah. they don't care. Uh, Mishi, Max will be uh, attending Cal Cup. Um, I will be or at whatever. SoCal, SoCal. Yep. I bought my uh, ticket. My my great aunt lives a block off Huntington Beach. I will be staying at her place if I call her and ask politely. Have not done that yet. But I'm excited. I believe I will be playing goalie. I'm also open to playing specialist. I think I could fit either way. 
So Jacob Roberts from the Kentucky Stags will also be competing. He's going to uh, be there? Yeah. Does he, he, PFT called him out today? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's why I told him. I was <laughs> like, he, it's a, it's a what is it, put up or shut up season <laughs> for him. So um, That was the funniest call out PFT had. Uh, also shouting out Ruben. Oh, yeah. A listener of the podcast. Yeah. So, um, so I told Jacob, you know, like I, I tried to get him to go uh, in my place for the trip to Canary Islands. Uh, he couldn't coordinate it with work. Um, so you thought of him before me because I had to ask you, JD. Max, when I think of playing goalie in a national team tournament, you don't come first to mind for me. I had a moment there, JD, where I could have been a national goalie, and that was the Max says no day. That's true. That's true. At that I day. I think I could have stopped I could have stopped anyone that day. I was feeling it. Yep. I could have stopped uh Jay Cutler himself. What's a good European guy? Uh, <laughs> What's Hansen, a good actual handball player? <laughs> I stopped Hansen myself. Oh, I could have stopped Goodmunder Goodmunderson. Uh Goodmunder Goodmunderson in his prime? I don't I don't know about that. I could have stopped Tony Kershevsky in his prime, JD. I, I don't know. Tony Tony you talk with the uh, Slave and some of the other Macedonian guys like grew up. They gonna, grew up watching honest, Tony play. That, I'm not kidding. Like they grew I'm up watching Tony play. But Dime could be the next US national beach team. Dime's teammate played they both played at Pelister Eurofarm Pelister together. And is, is Dime an American citizen? Can he play for the US? Yeah, yeah. He's a citizen? Yeah. Has he played for a national team before? No, well, he was on the like Macedonian development team, and yeah, yeah. if he he suited up for the Macedonian senior team, he can't play. What if he didn't? I don't. I, he did not. Um, but, anyways, so Dima's you know thirty forty one two yeah, three prime time. So, so anyways. Anyways, Misha can stop coming at me for not knowing the rules now that I, I know the yeah. rules. I'm friends with the beach guys. I'm friends with a couple beach women. I am I'm oh. a good friend of the community now. How did your girlfriend feel about uh, this trip? Uh, she has not been in contact with me lately because uh. she is at camp. Oh, uh, that's right. She's at camp away. I have not been able to contact her. Mm. She, she didn't know I was going. I let her know. She mm-hmm. felt fine. I was faithful. I didn't do anything. I, I'm a good guy. Like, I don't good. know what to say, Jay. That's like, a, we'll leave it at that. Out. We'll leave it at that. I, I literally did, did, did nothing. I, I'm not saying you did anything. I, I'm I not implying you did anything either. I'm just saying... Kind of like you did. <laughs> I'm just saying but if I'm it was just... anything like the beach where I was at, it was uh, very... It would be very, very nice place. Uh, there, you know, there there's was a lot of beautiful lot of, people. There was not a lot of clothes at the beach I was yes. at. That yes. doesn't mean... I. I I did anything wrong. It's not my CJ, fault. CJ says good guy, Max. <laughs> it, it's not my fault that people were not wearing appropriate it's, swim. It's, uh... <laughs> okay, so um, Mishi says, Max, it's time to put your knowledge to the test with Beach Handball Quiz on the U.S. Let's Beach go. Tour website. So. Okay, let's do that I'd be right dying now. to do that live, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm doing it live. Watch the U.S. US Beach, Beach Tour. Tour. Is it on the Facebook page, Mishi? Or is there a website? Oh, is this the Brazilian one? I don't know, but... No, this is the USA Volleyball. U.S. Beach Tour handball quiz. <laughs> tour handball. Anyway, quiz. while Max is looking that up, I will make an announcement uh, to our audience here firsthand. You heard you heard it first here. Um, we will be having a beach handball tournament in Columbus. Um, 
at Woodland's backyard. Uh, I got space reserved for $100 for the whole day, so that's a pretty big win. Um, I've talked to some of the guys from Cali. They're planning to fly out, so Mishi, I, I still need to like, confirm that this literally the last couple days, so I need to coordinate with you to get it on the schedule. Oh, uh, she put the link in the Twitch no, chat. I got, I got the link. Okay. Are you ready, JD? Yeah, let's go. Okay, first question. A5 is ready to execute a six-meter throw with the ball in hand in the correct position. GKB1 is standing next to the goalpost, showing that he's protesting against the referee's decision. Disqualification to B1, report. Suspension to B1. The referees must correct his position before they whistle for the execution of the sixth and throw. Nothing illegal since he is standing between the goalposts. I'm going to put the referees must correct his position. I feel like that's right. Let's check. Uh, nope. Uh, disqualification of B1, and he's reported. <laughs> Okay, 0 for 1. Let's go. <laughs> Next question. A6 is ready to execute a free throw. After the whistle, he shoots directly on goal, and the ball hits the head of B3, who is standing correctly and not moving. Disqualification to A6, free throw for Team B, report. Suspension to A6, free throw for Team B, report. Disqualification to A6, free throw for Team B. I'm going to go with disqualification for A6, free throw for Team B, report. I was right. All right. There we go. There we go. Okay. One for two. E7 is standing just outside the goal area line, ready to take a six-meter throw. Goalkeeper okay. B1 takes his position 4.5 meters away from the goal line. Play on. Correction of B1's position. Execution of throw right after a whistle from one of the referees in case that B1 saves, A7 will repeat the throw. <laughs> it's play on, I think. I, 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 JD, you're not the one taking the quiz. Oh, Sorry. I'm going to say play on, not because you said it, but okay. it just seems right. It was play on. Yeah, because that's nothing wrong. Like, the goalkeeper can stand 4.5 meters away. It's his choice. Where can they stand indoor? It, during a penalty shot, your feet have to be on the line. No, no, you can go wherever. I take that back. I was mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can go wherever inside six, right? No, that is incorrect. What is it? Max knows more rules about beach than he does about indoor. J JD, what's the? I thought you could go all the way out in indoor. You can only go up to four meters. Okay, sure, whatever. Sure. <laughs> okay, moving on. Question number care, four. JD. Well, because I'm always in the goal guy because that's where I make my saves. I don't come out because I don't need to. Yeah, yep. the, the only people who come out are the guys who can't make shots or you can't make saves. Okay. I'm not a guy that can't make saves. I'll make sure to pass that along. Like I'm just being honest. Like I'm the best in the Midwest for a reason. Mm, you heard it here, folks. Well, Team A was in possession of the ball, and the ball was in play. The timekeeper whistled for an infringement. Before the referee realized the situation, he whistled for a six-meter throw for Team A and disqualification of Team B. After two or three seconds, they realized the situation. Timeout. The referees go to timekeeper. <laughs> this is so wrong. Mishi, how many questions is this? Timekeeper and the action for the infringement, the six-meter throw, and the disqualification of B2 are invalid. The refs go to the timekeeper and take action for the infringement. Six-meter is invalid. Disqualification of B2 is valid. The... Six-meter and disqualification are valid. I'm going with that. I think they're both valid. Nope, the six-meter is invalid, and disqualification to B2 is valid. Okay, so oh, you okay. went two for four on questions. The playing time includes golden goal, timeouts, breaks, shootout. I mean, timeouts stop the clock. I know that. I don't know what they mean by breaks. Halftime. Not halftime. The break between no, sets. Golden goal. Oh, it's a, 
there's three answers here. <laughs> oh, jeez, always. All right, we'll Golden finish. Timeouts and shootout. Timeouts aren't clocked. They stop the clock when we get a timeout. You know how many questions are on this quiz? How many? Mishy says a hundred and fifty plus. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I got two out of five. I've got, you got two three out of, out of two out of four, and then actually two out of five. But anyways, uh, it was a good run. Um, Wait, so she just started me on a quiz that was a hundred and fifty questions? Yeah, you know, just out of curiosity. So she couldn't uh, have said it was hundred and fifty questions. Brian said maybe you should be playing goalie at Flanders because he. Brian. Uh, Brian. What other handball Bryans do you know? I know Beach Brian. Jeez Louise. Who, who do you play online video games with? Me. Anyways, I'm sorry, Brian. So. Who are we talking about? Yep. Yep. What's and his last name? I, I'm trying to be discreet here. Um, Martin Biello? Nope. 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 It's, it's Brian. It's, there's only one Brian in the handball community no there, there's brian on the beach team baby okay on the indoor community there's you only know one brian so uh his username is h jalpa if that helps oh, oh. brian <laughs> jeez <laughs> wow that was no, rough brian. Brian, that was not meant to be that uh, man he is hurt in the chat right now i just didn't think you listened to shooting straight I did not think you listened to the yeah. show right. Wait, is Brian coming to Flanders? Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, He's bro. on our I team. Well, I haven't seen him in years. Let's go. I, I haven't seen him in years. Brian, dude, I'm sorry, but, like, we're going to kill it. What what position are you playing? He's going to play goalie if you don't play goalie. I'm not playing goalie. Fuck that. I'm playing wing. <laughs> dude, I'm on the A team. I'm playing wing on the A team. Oh, I, honestly, I don't know that we have a clean break between A and B teams. Yeah, that's fine because I'm on the A team. Okay. Who's our fourth lefty? We have Thomas, you, Aaron, and Daniel Mills. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah I'm on the. Uh, I'm going to keep myself on the A team despite being the number four out of four there. <laughs> <laughs> things when you own the team that I'll uh, play on both. Yeah. If both are at the same time, but I'll play on both. CJ's like, Max, on A team? Now? <laughs> Question no. mark? No. That's what happens <laughs> when you own the team, CJ. Uh, yeah, CJ, you gotta own, take ownership of Seattle. Yeah, uh, I love Aaron. Aaron has not played in a while. And I've been playing. Yeah. Aaron's got some thickness to him. You know, that Pittsburgh Pittsburgh beer hits different. That was very rude to Aaron. You should apologize right now. <laughs> he doesn't. Well, he sometimes watches. Okay. I'm a good friend. Aaron's a good friend of mine. Aaron, Aaron is a fun guy. I like. We're picking him up I, on I the... Uh, Hurricane's making a stop for him. So. Are we Are we actually? We're stopping to pick up Robbie and Daniel, so, and then we'll stop wait, to pick do up we Aaron. Have room for, do we have room for Kurt and we're, Adam in the Hurricane? We're rolling deep. Do we have room for Kurt and Adam? We are rolling deep. <laughs> we're going to have 15 people in the Hurricane. We're rolling deep. <laughs> Dude, if we crash, it could be one of the most, like, impactful <laughs> of all time. Hurricane goes down. <laughs> Touches down. How many beers will be consumed? Oh, my there? gosh. Look, you Are guys. You over, under, oh, over We under already got you in trouble for speeding. You already dodged the Portuguese police. Um, let's let's leave uh, future offenses off the table. So you can only okay, break one we, law we at a time. will not be drinking in the hurricane because that will not be legal. But yes. I will have lots of intoxicating substances on me. I, You know we're going to have some times with our buddy watching my cousin Vinny. 
uh, in the dark. <laughs> I do not want to see that guy. <laughs> I'm really genuinely worried that people are going to be come up to me and be like, yo, you're Max from the banquet. I'm going to be like, nope. I don't, know. I don't know what you're talking about. My brother, maybe? Manx. Uh, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. So, anyways, as I was trying to say before Max started the quiz, uh, we will be having our Beach Handball Tournament and National Team Assessment Tryout Training Camp uh, September 25th here in Columbus. Will, will I be playing or will I be one of the assessors? Um, Whichever you prefer, I'd say playing. Yeah, um, so spread the word. We're gonna try to get uh, quite a few teams put together. I know I've talked to Henson and Eva, uh, and as well as Charlie and some other guys. Is, is Michi coming? I just told her on the show five minutes ago. Yeah, so. I, I, I just want to be insulted in person. Okay, all right. Because the, the insults are gonna be. Fine. Oh, she might but be at SoCal's, so. Well, she's gonna cuss me out at SoCal's. I swear to God. I don't think cussing you out's in her repertoire. She will give you a lot of German and then you won't know what happened to you I'm a Yiddish speaker JD I can deal with it okay um, so anyway so that's what we got uh, coming up down the pipe uh, gotta keep our ball at the beach alive after my grass is finally regrown from last year um, which there's a classic picture of Max on all fours shirtless <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a good one. Um, so I think we've covered everything besides the one last topic. A uh, little handball at the Olympics coming up next week. So Max, do you have any uh, you know got any picks to, to share with our viewers? I saw you giving some people some insight on Twitter there. That was that was nice of you. So I'm one of the the dumber people involved. True. But. Uh... I somewhat knew what I was talking about. I said something wrong. I corrected myself. But anyways, while, while I was in Nazaré, there were two Olympic team, indoor teams practicing, the Brazilian team and the Portuguese team. The Portuguese team was staying in our hotel, actually. And they looked big. They so are. Make, make a little prediction that Portugal and Brazil are going to upset some folks because they are going. They are big. Um, now, people will say, people will say the other teams are big, too. But these guys were big. They intimidated me a lot. I I didn't see a weak link among them, so I think Portugal's going to make a run. And I also played on an outdoor handball court in Lisbon a little bit. I was walking past it, and I had a, had a ball with me, so I went and took some shots. They just have outdoor courts. That's a plus in their favor. I think Denmark is going to win it all, but I think Egypt is going to surprise a lot of people and nab the silver because I, I like watching that Denmark-Egypt game, and I want to see it again. Oh, jeez. John Ryan put some Facebook link in the chat. Let's see what we got here. If, if John Ryan's listening, John, I do owe you an article, and I will work on it. Oh, look at this gem. Oh, my gosh. It? It's John at Flanders. J John, you got to come to Flanders, my guy. Oh, hey, man. Hey, John, your article is going to be done, like, soon. I'm, I'm going to write it. It'll be a good recap. I don't know any of these other people, I feel like. I'm sure I do. Yeah, it's probably I... from, what, like, 1970? Young Brian? Oh, look at young Brian. Oh, my gosh. Uh, everybody, click on that link from John. John, thanks for sharing that. That's, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Um, yeah, Max, so, uh, you know, just you look at average height. Uh, Brazil is and Portugal are not two of the bigger teams. Um, you know, people have said that, J.D., but I was sitting next to them. They look uh, pretty, pretty big. 
Yeah, I mean they have they have between Petrus and uh, was it Morales? They don't know how to say names that I don't know, so you can just skip the name, JD. Oh, all right. Well, is, is Goodman or Goodmanderson coaching this tournament? I don't, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he coaches Iceland. I would give Goodmunder the win over anyone. Like Goodmunder to me is the handball mecca. Um, so he's the handball wooden. He's John Wooden at handball. Uh, something like that. Um, but uh, you know, I think Denmark's definitely a favorite. Uh, you got I mean, yeah, they're coming off the World Championships. Um, you know, like you said, Egypt's not a bad pick. I would say they had a lot of home court advantage i would say for their world championship run i don't i think they're they have a decent shot uh but my thing is that uh, correct me if i'm wrong here but i think they're in the same side as japan and uh i i don't know uh i think japan i i have i have this gut feeling that japan's gonna come out with some fire just because ain't they're no way yeah. ain't no way they are not gonna do well i and had I japan getting I two wins Zero wins. I'm not trying to be insulted. They're playing Bahrain. Bahrain? Bahrain. They did did well at the World Championships 2015, JD. And I know they're a Mickey Mouse club. but And I don't like the country. They have slavery. And I'm firmly anti-slavery. But they're not Mickey Mouse fully. Japan, I think, will lose to them because uh, I just think they will. I think think it's worth... putting some some effort towards japan uh i think sweden uh everybody's hyping up jim godfreyson still uh i don't know i don't i don't when i watch sweden they remind me they remind me a little of uh of a team i don't think is good oh okay all right (laughs) great great analysis uh but uh yeah i think sweden's their contender um i don't think so by the way anyone's been off my my analysis we're gonna go Denmark, Egypt, Germany with the bronze medal, and See, then Portugal in fourth. I don't know how I had Germany in fourth, but because Germany always drops the ball, and Vincek isn't on the roster, I don't think. Um, oh, Vincek! Yeah, you need you need Vincek. He is a animal. Argentina, that's a bold one there. That is a Mickey Mouse team if I've ever seen. Argentina is a bold pick Aaron there, Baldwin John. by Leo Messi, and then winning the Copa Americano. But that's not going to extend. They the have the tougher side. Them and Brazil both have the a really tough side to get out of because they have on that side it's what Norway, France, Spain. Can someone tell me Germany? why the USA didn't get a wild card invite? Like I don't care that the rules are the rules. We deserved a wild card invite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe next time. I would have been on my ass to Tokyo. Um, Martin, I don't know how, but I would have finessed it. Martin asked uh, what our picks were for the women's side. Uh, uh, well, the USA aren't in it, so automatically it's Mickey Mouse. I think Cassie, Kathy deserved the gold medal. She's a good friend of mine. She, she's not competing, but we'll let I her know. I know, because the USA wasn't allowed a spot in, which makes it a Mickey Mouse tournament. Uh, I think, are the Danish women in it? I, I, I haven't looked at the women's sides uh, well, that's yet. that's very sexist of you. Uh, Olympic oh women gosh. handball. Jeez. That's very sexist of you, baby, and I don't like you saying that because... I'm a pretty big fan of women's handball because I support all handball. And just because you don't does not mean, like, that we can't. Uh-huh. So you're just looking it up at the same time I'm looking it up. Uh, and now Mishi's going to look. He's going to make fun of both of us now. I think Angola is going gonna, is gonna to shock a lot of people. I think Angola no, is really no, going to come out don't, swinging. Don't be making stuff up. And I think, no, seriously, I think Netherlands. And you know why I think the Netherlands will get the gold? 
Oh, another one's not bad. That's not a bad. You pick. know what I think they'll get the gold? So in the Netherlands, there's a man named Mark Ortega. He coaches uh, mm -hmm. HK Volderdam, and he is one of the best coaches I've ever seen. Mark Ortega is a certified beast. He's a great coach. He's a great man. He's insightful. And I think some of those women probably were friends with some women on Volendam, and they probably rubbed off on them. And that coaching, it's like Ted Lasso over there with Mark Ortega. And I think Mark, I would not bet against Mark Ortega in any war. I think the Netherlands women, the Dutch women win on the gold to uh, to Volderdam, and I think there's a hero's parade for Mark Ortega. Vol Volendam. Uh, there's no, I, there's no. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it. All right. Well, um, you know, Martin, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I'll pick France on the women's side just to. That is a Mickey Mouse pick, yep, my friend. Yep. Yep. Well, I don't know why I can't find the. Just, I just want to see the groups. Uh, anyways, not worth the time. I, I have the groups. You want me to read the groups? Just real quick. Let me. It's, oh. from, it's from memory. So group A is Netherlands, Montenegro, Norway. Japan, South Korea, Angola. Group B is Spain, Rock, which is the Republic of uh, Russia, I think. The oh. Russian Olympic Committee. Hungary, Sweden, France, and Brasilia. Uh, Martin, you, you are correct. Like, I, I just, I, it's gonna be a transition period for me. So I, this is What's a good start. Saying, He's giving me a hard time. I'm not a, a good enough girl dad. Um, already. Jiggy, Nigel is gonna be able to choose whatever gender your your daughter will be. Your child will be able to choose whatever gender they want. I don't think you know you're having a girl yet. You, it's 2021. It is 2021. Your, your child will get to decide their gender, and if your child happens to be a boy, congratulations, you're a boy dad. And I don't think you should really be enforcing a gender on a yet to be born child. And I think that was actually very insulting of you. I'm gonna revoke my France pick and go with Norway. Actually, not Angola. Uh, Nope, nope. Sorry, Angola. Um, yes, so I know, John. I legit clicked. I legitimately clicked this link like two days ago, and then somebody came to my desk, and I got sidetracked, and I did not Jay, get to look. Jay, I'm dead serious. Can you tell me how Angola qualified and we did not? Africa. It's as you get so each con. Here's the qualification. It's go. There's a explanation of the qualification. No, no, it's tournaments. each continent except North America because they they don't like us. It's it's insane that North America does not get an automatic qualifying spot when we are the only non Mickey Mouse continent. Okay, so you get. We are the best continent in the world because we have America, and the fact that neither the men's or women's handball has a specific qualification spot for North America. It's is because it's the racing. Pan America. I don't care. A pan I is is Australia combined with the other one? Like is Europe combined with Asia? No, it's not. So why is South America combined with North America? There are Just seven the continents way, for a reason. The way handball works. I don't care. There are seven continents for a reason, Jamie. That's There's why they split. That's why they split. That's why they split. I don't want to split. I want seven qualification spots. Australia, Antarctica, Africa, North America, South America, Asia, Europe. Seven teams. And then wildcard teams. Like, how is this hard? Why Why doesn't the IHF understand this? Antarctica could be a force, J.D. Mishu brings up another point that it's not like we haven't had a transgender speaker on the podcast. And now she's got me... Now, I, now I'm like an awful host now. I, I, my, my sister is, is in the LGBT community. I'm the biggest ally they... I'm not the biggest ally they have, I'm a huge ally. 
Oh, uh, Brian's advocating for Antarctica, so... Yeah, I mean, the penguins could... Uh, I could see a penguin out wing that could be pretty good. Or we could get the scientists. The scientists could make a good team, JD. I'm just saying, there are seven continents for a reason. And not giving a spot to North America discriminates against the people of North America, and that that's discrimination right there. I'm just going to okay. say it. Okay, okay. I don't like it. All right, well, we'll let him know. We'll let him know. What, Dr. Mansoor, is that his name? What's his name? Hmm? The head honcho guy, doctor, whatever. Hassan Mustafa. Yeah, Dr. Mustafa, I'm going to have a word with him. If I see him, we're beefing. Uh, Let's go out to you. We are officially beefing. John Ryan wants to know why Israel plays with Europe and not Asia. John Ryan, that is because in Asia, there are a number of Arab countries, and it's the same thing happened in soccer. There's a number of Arab countries, and unfortunately, the Arab countries refuse to play Israel. So Israel and soccer originally in the 80s, Israel got kicked out of the Asian Federation by the Arab countries, and they went to the Oceanic Federation, and they were too good for the Oceanic Federation. They were winning, so the Oceanic Federation kicked them out, and then they got taken in by Europe and UEFA, and now they get their asses kicked. I, I'd assume it's the same with handball, because I'm assuming it's just sports federations, but at least with Europe, it's very disadvantageous for Israel because they should be playing in Asia, and they qualify for stuff in Asia. They're, they're decently good at handball. But uh, it's just because the, the Arab countries refuse to play them. And they can't go to Africa because the North African countries would, would refuse to play them. Uh, and Europe, obviously, being very good at handball, makes it tough for them. And Israel is also in the European Economic Exclusion Zone. So they're considered part of Europe's economy for economic metrics. Uh, so they have a close economic relationship with the EU already. Uh, Martin's also questioning the seven continents. Uh, that yeah. seven is the incorrect number. North, South, North and South America, yes. Africa, yes. Europe, yes. Asia, yes. Australia, Oce Oceania, yes. and, and Antarctica. Antarctica. There's seven continents. Like I went to elementary school. What, what are we, what are we messing up, Martin? <laughs> Is there another I, don't, I didn't hear of? He said, you know, the screwed up U.S. education system teaches you that there are seven continents? <laughs> question mark. What, what could possibly be the eighth continent? And maybe there's not. Maybe there's only six. Maybe they don't count Antarctica. If they're not counting Antarctica, they, they suck. It's clearly continent. Oh, he's saying America is one. I've never heard oh, this. I've never. I've. Separating us. There's yeah, a connection. We are separated. Yeah. We ain't one. Yeah, there is a, a canal. I, I honestly, I'll be honest, Martin. I've never, I've never even heard the. Look, if you're saying America's discussion of there being one If you're saying continent. North and South America are the same continent, then Asia and Europe are, because Asia and Europe have land borders all over. Uh, Af Africa is connected to that as well. Well, they have a canal with, uh, uh, with Asia. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, so yeah. so now we have four continents? Like, we just have Euro, Asia, Africa, and we have America, Oceania. Mishi's saying there could be four continents. <laughs> JD, we, I have Where a are we living? I went to a top-tier public school. There are seven continents. Oh, you see that degree right gosh. there? That degree was earned, not given. Uh -huh. Because I know there are seven continents. Well, John's saying Eurasia is considered one geographically speaking. By who? By who? Ge geographically speaking. Who is considering this? <laughs> oh, man. Clearly All right. not the International Handball Federation. Goodness gracious. This is... JD, I love our listeners, but these people are a bit much sometimes. <laughs> Brian says to reunite... <laughs> Gondwalana land. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden we're going to have Pansia and there's going to be a one-team qualifier. Pangea. Well, 
But well, that was the whole that was the whole point with handball is that they broke us to the NACHC so that we would have an easier path for qualification. Yes, they, they did it because of America. I'm yeah. well aware we need that, but we're going to lose to Greenland unless they follow my eight-step plan of remaking our American Federation. Oh, the Max's eight-step plan. When I applied to be the women's head coach and I was told they'd get back to me, huh? and I laid out the plan and they didn't get back to me. So I think what they did is they hired someone that they think will be better that's going to steal my plan and implement my plan. Do you plan. think they hired someone already? No, they did not. Okay. I just don't feel like it's going to be me at this point. I don't, I don't know. Uh, this is just from a, a board insight standpoint. I'm not aware of any hirings yet. Am I out of the running, Jay? Do we know this? Yeah, you're out. Uh, I think that's safe. Uh, a man-made canal in the middle of country creates two. Whether continent separation is a mountain range, you're on. How do you eliminate me without me even getting an interview? I, that, was, that was how the CEO process went. There's a there's several folks in this chat that yeah, did not get an interview. Hey, like like Jay, John Ryan, who should have been interviewed. John got a phone call. That's not enough. Is it because I'm Jewish? Are they anti-Semitic? You want to take is that up with Jew? the ombudsman. You, you think there are any other Jews that made the interview stage? I don't think so. I don't think Who's so. Who's the ombudsman thing? Uh, I, I, when I filed my complaint with the election, uh, I forget her name. I will be filing a complaint because I think they don't like Jewish people. I'm just going to be honest. I, I've worked for everything I have in life, J.D. Uh, I currently work at a company that, well, although my father works there as well, I still work pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think So, anyways, uh, yeah, she was nice. She took a very long time to do what would have been a very simple investigation. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. That's separate, separate can of worms. Um, but uh, yeah, folks, uh, if you're looking to figure out how to watch uh, the handball matches for the Olympics, make sure to check out John Ryan's Team Handball News website. He's got links out there that connect all every, both the schedule and what TV station or streaming platform you need to view it on. There, John is saying that Barry was Jewish. Who's Barry? Barry oh. Siff. Well, I'm not talking. He didn't apply to be the women's head coach. I'm saying, are there any Jews running? Barry got got kicked out. I was big Barry. <laughs> I'm like, Vichy said that you worked really hard to get that beach handball assistant coach position, right? I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I worked, pretty, I worked pretty hard, and I'd like to keep that position. <laughs> <I'm a big laughs> Hey, honestly, you know, I think my thing, my takeaway from the beach community is they're very receptive. They're very welcoming. They, they, they are very welcoming. They I, really want more people in their in their club, and like uh, the thing is, they have me back. Like they wanted me to come to SoCal's, I bought a ticket to SoCal's. You know, and that's one thing that if they want Max back after the week they had with Mikey, I can understand. I can understand. Mikey here's, here's was a bit what, bit much sometimes. I'll be honest for a minute. Like one of the biggest things about handball is showing up, and I think they just really care that like we took the even Mikey. Like we all took the commitment to show show up. Yeah. There are not many people who will leave their jobs for a week to fly to Europe and just volunteer. Yeah. Out. You know, leave their pregnant wife and you know. I mean, my my wife is not pregnant right now, but she could yeah, be. Yeah. Let's let's touch on that real quick with your dad, Max's dad. Uh, tell 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 our viewers what your dad said. I was on the I was on the phone with my dad today, and I was telling him about next Friday I was going to JD's 
birth tailgate? Is that what it's called? I don't know. My mom wants to do this baby tail. She she wanted to call like a preseason tailgate, like some football yeah. innuendo kind of thing, and uh, I don't know, misfire. Anyway, so we're having a, a like, diaper party kind of thing. Yes, yeah, so I was like, Dad, I'm going to uh, dinner at your place next Friday, and then since I'll be up north, anyways, I'll drive to uh, JD's baby uh, tailgate after. And he's like, JD's having a baby tailgate. And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, I didn't know JD had a girlfriend, let alone she was pregnant. And I was like, uh, Dad, uh, JD has a, a wife, and they've been married for, for a while, and they both have stable jobs, a house, income. Yep, yep. And it's pretty pretty good. And he was like, well, I didn't, didn't, didn't think you'd say that. That's pretty good. Yeah, the, the house. Yeah, okay. Well, the house and, uh, across the street from us. Go ahead. He assumed you were a little little more like me in the bohemian lifestyle. Bohemian, bohemian lifestyle. See, and I feel like that's like an insult that he thinks that I'm childish, which is no, usually I, I not how... Older than okay. I just don't think he knew you were older than me. I think he thought you were my age. That's okay. why. Because okay. if I had a wife and my wife was pregnant right now, that'd be a little sus. I don't look at Carter. I mean, Carter and Holly got married at Carter 20... Carter uh, Is she pregnant? Uzbekistan. Uh, I don't think they should be having a kid in Uzbekistan. They could have, I mean, I'd have a kid in Uzbekistan. I want citizenship for my kid. I don't know how their citizenship path works oh, in Kurt's Uzbekistan. Kurt's contact Carter because Kurt wants Carter to sign off on some forms to get him on the board officially. Oh, dang. And I was like, Kurt, it's not happening, buddy. Like, yeah, sorry. we need to do that, though. Um, all right, remind me tomorrow. Remind me tomorrow. I can, Brett, Brett will have a way to contact him. Okay. Uh, and Brett owes me money. Can we go over that? Uh, he's a t an accountant, and uh, he will pay you when he receives the product. If ball don't work, I could always be an accountant. Is a line from a SoundCloud rapper from my high school who ended up getting arrested after a gang-involved shooting. But I think it goes to show, it, ball did not work for Brett. He's a low-tier handball player. So he became an accountant, and he owes me money. Uh, good to know. And uh, there's nothing wrong with Uzbekistan. Uh, just the circumstances in which they are there... I don't know. I, I wouldn't bring a baby into that situation. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider what they're doing there legal either. They were, it was illegal the last time they went. Yes. So and folks they are not drug dealers. They're just dealing the good word of the Lord. Not my Lord, but the, your Lord. Someone's Lord. Um no, I, we were talking about the houses house across the street from me. We yeah. looked at that just sold. Sold for two hundred thousand more than they they bought it for seven years ago. It's pretty. How much? Uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't need to say how much the houses in our neighborhood are oh, worth. You're not trying to flex a little, JD. I mean, I I can afford a house that's about hundred k right now. Yeah, you so. can't. You can't live in our neighborhood. So ballpark. You can't get the down payment for our neighborhood. Could I move to Linden? Linden. I was, uh, I was looking at houses. Yeah, you you could live in Linden. I could pretty easily. I think you should move in with Jeb. Be the sixth roommate. I do not. I do not wish. Jeb's to. got five roommates in a three-bedroom house. Hey, Jeb's paying off his mortgage. Jeb's like, making bank. So I, like, I just find it crazy that he's got. He bought this house, and he's got a married couple and two other. Well, I guess he only has four roommates, two other friends. But you know what me and Jeb are doing this weekend, JD? That's right. You guys are going down to New Orleans. We are going to New Orleans tomorrow at 10 a.m. on Breeze Airways. On the Breeze inaugural flight from Columbus to New Orleans. All right. What could what could go wrong? Nothing. And we are going to party it up in a responsible, appropriate manner. Excellent. 
I'm a big fan of New Orleans. Uh, for any that come to my house, we have a whole room dedicated to New Orleans. Um, we, so. and you know who we're going with, Chetty? No. We're going with handballer now, Adam Bailey, who's come to Flanders. Man, he's gonna have a busy couple weeks here. He does. He's been seeing me too much because uh, we were hanging out last weekend too. Uh, and also, former handballer Joseph Mackling. Oh, uh, good old Mackling. That's good. Love All right. Practice. Cool. Well, make sure you guys get some grenades and uh, some fish bowls and yeah. Cool. It will be, it'll be a sight, JD. I don't know what there is that and your guys' group to do in New Orleans. I feel like a lot of the stuff is not like, you know, young 20-something single guys out we, hitting we the town. Going, I'm not single. But All right, none of you guys are single, but... Everyone outside of me is. You know, while you're there, maybe you should try to promote some handball. I'd, hey, you know what you should do? Ah, oh, God bless. You know, I should have given you some stickers, and you could have just slapped Armada stickers all over New Orleans. I'm okay. Uh, JD, oh. everyone everyone going outside of me is single. Jeb's not single. Yes, he is. Oh. It's got a little awkward. Uh, well, sorry to break to you. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, uh, put him and Jeremy on the watch list, then. Don't bring her up to... Jeremy has a girl? No, Jeremy doesn't have a girlfriend. That's the, the okay. point. The watch list is everyone outside of me at this point. Okay. All right. Got it. Noted. All right. I think our viewers are they're done commenting, so they're done with uh, our non-handball chats I here. Was, I was sad too, JD. Like, I don't I, know when this happened. I'm gonna have to talk to Kaylee if she knows. Yeah. Uh, don't say I said anything, but like, I mean, I think she was just maybe too mature for Jeb. Uh, uh, do you remember the night? Um, I do remember that night. That yeah. That was a red flag city, baby. That uh, was a red flag. Yeah. City. Yeah. We've already talked about that night on the podcast. Yeah. We've gotten in uh, a little too much trouble. Yeah. That was a red flag. Okay. Well, well, you got anything else here? I think we covered quite a bit. It has been an hour and a half. This has been a great podcast. It was a, a solid little episode. So, shout out to Abu. Not that you watched the show, but uh, he's going to be... Actually, that's a fun fact there. Uh, not sure if this has been released or not. YOLO, uh, but Abu will be signing with none other than the great Mark Ortega at no Volendam. Way. Yeah. Good for him. So Volendam is quickly adding most of the American team between the two women uh, on on uh, between Christine Mansour and uh, Chrissy or yeah, it's M- Missy's yeah. spawn angle. Alex both is of whom are, both of whom are now friends of mine. I met good. them both in Portugal. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, on the men's side you got a I don't know if it's both Benderis brothers, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's yeah, Alex yeah. for sure, it's and and then Abu, and uh, I think someone else was talking about going there as well. So, you know, you know, Colin Volendam, uh, little little America or something like that. Have we placed uh, Dale Farrow Harris yet? Dale needs to complete his rehab for his elbow, um, and then we're working on it. Honestly, uh, the guys from Poland were like pretty excited about having him come to Poland so um, that is a place that I would not expect him but Visla Plock uh, is kind of a club that I think if he can get you know all those guys play for Plock and uh, it's a a pretty good club Uh, I mean they they bounce around and between the European uh, European League and Champions League and um, so yeah that's pretty darn good 
Uh, we're trying to get Dale to go play in Europe, CJ. So yes, um, cool. Uh, but that's 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 that. Bolty still no no news yet on when he's leaving for Portugal, but uh, hopefully soon. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I think that's it. So either you froze or you're very uh, dialed in on something on your phone. So me yeah oh yeah i was looking at instagram my bad bro excellent uh close out of the show here so everyone thank you uh for tuning in uh you got any other points here max before we shut her down another great episode tight a tight hour and a half uh we gotta we, we gotta get back into the grind Jake. yeah viewers make sure to let us know a day you know i think uh i think thursdays work nice for me after golf and yeah after tennis for me works fine okay so I gotta go back to HIPAA. So this HIPAA training was, uh, yeah, I said I gotta do it tonight. So all right, I'm we'll gonna crank that tonight. out. So, anyways, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and as always, keep shooting, shooters. Great episode, Danny. But well, I feel like we're back to our old selves because we had the car.